hello and uh, welcome to the absolute majority podcast um episode seven um, for those keeping up and uh i'm alex and with me is uh is andy mm-hmm. hello and um uh, how's how's the week been for you it's good um, to ask. i mean you asked me this every week. I, I, I wish i i wish i had a new answer for you but um uh i don't have a new answer for you so i'm just gonna say um it's the same as it was last week excellent uh, and probably several weeks before that uh, <laughs> it's probably the same that most people would say at the moment but, sure you know that's what life's all about Funny. for the rest of our lives same old yeah um but hey let, let's we've got to start with the major news of the week um yeah no we've got to we can't ignore it because sure. we are current affairs the uh <laughs> The, the Bake Off final last night. <laughs> did you uh, <laughs> did, did you enjoy that? So I've got some thoughts on that because <laughs> I know you watched it. <laughs> yeah, I did. I noticed you liked my tweet. Um, well, all right. If we if we're going to go in the left field and go on Bake Off, fine. Well, come um, on, let's let's raise the spirits. Come on. Okay. Well, um, the right person won. Yes. Out of the wrong bunch, um, <laughs> because the fact that Hermine and Lottie who, as far as I'm concerned, Lottie is a goddess. Um, <laughs> I thought you might like her. <laughs> yeah. Uh, neither of them were in the final, which was an absolute travesty. Yeah. But, and the fact that Laura was in the final <laughs> at all was an absolute joke. She'd been <clears throat> rubbish for about six weeks and she was rubbish in the final. And I just don't understand how she was there because Hermine is obviously the better baker. She's been a brilliant baker and she got punished for one week of not being very good last week. Yet Laura has not been punished for six weeks of absolute shitness. And she was an embarrassment, to be honest with you, last night, making a custard slice <laughs> with 10 gelatine um, sheets, and it still didn't set. Still I mean, how rubbish set. a baker is that? And then the technical, she's like, I don't know what to do. Or, what do I do with these coffee beans? I don't know what to do. You're in the fucking final. <laughs> what do you expect? It, it was... You idiot. <laughs> And that's, that's the reason, I mean, that was the reason for bringing it up. Because obviously when she got to last week, it all kicked off, didn't it? Yeah. And the Twitter went mad and, and you know, Paul Hollywood had to tweet a, a post that I've been seeing in his Instagram. Did you not see it? I didn't so, see it. Because no. everyone was being a bit mean. And there's no need to be mean to her, but she shouldn't have gone to last no. week. She shouldn't have gone through for the last few weeks. Twitter just went mad and just yeah. went sort of right on her case and... The poor girl and so poor one would have to come out and say, Look, stop being mean, you know, we judge it on the day. Which is bollocks, by the way. It is bollocks because, because they've like done you know, who's the better baker? If it's if it's close and it's between one and the other, they all they all they've said before, like, who is the better baker? But also, if they judge it on the day, then Laura would have been kicked out weeks ago. Well, exactly. So that's a load of shit. She but, shouldn't have been there. <laughs> I just thought it was great how Everyone, the, the sort of the mob mentality that comes out of social media these days is just fantastic. That something like Bake Off <laughs> just gets completely out of hand. But the thing is, this is all we've got is Bake Off. Exactly. Well, that's it. <laughs> like, like, it's the one. Like, I actually looked forward to the show this year. I mean, I do every year to be honest, but this year particularly. And um, you know, it hasn't disappointed. I've loved having something so easy to watch, uh, yeah. and um, I'm going to miss it already. Um, so you know, forgive me if I take part in that mob mentality of, of, <laughs> of um, you know, it's been a year of uh, terrible decisions, 
And um, having Laura in the final was another one of those decisions. The only the only redeeming factor was the fact that the right person won in the end out of that bunch when it shouldn't really Hermine should have won. Um, but out of the three that were left, yeah, Pete, Pete was the uh, the correct. I thought, I, I thought Dave was unlucky to lose it in the end. Well, you say that on the fact that his walnut whips were lovely. Yeah, they were, but like he's boring, isn't he? Let's be honest. He's a bit nice but dim. Yeah. And um, I know you don't, you don't, you're not supposed to um, judge it on the personality of people, but you know, I did. Um, <laughs> so it's probably why I'm not a judge on GBBO, apart from the fact that you know I'm not very good at baking. No. But yeah, so that was that was like the highlight really of the pretty yeah. much the entire year. Yeah. Um, and and yeah, now it's gone. Great. Another thing we can. Uh, not <laughs> it is a shame, isn't it? Because there literally is, is nothing. Well, nothing I'm a celebrity, son. Well, yeah, there's that. There's that. And, and a, a woman died. Did you see that a woman died trying to take pictures of the castle? No, I didn't see that. It was a shocker. It's like you know, straight away something interesting happens and people start going out. I don't, I don't know whether she stood in the middle of a road trying to take a picture or something, but straight away it's like controversy and, and you know. Well, she'll, she'll no doubt be added to the uh, long list of people this year who've died of COVID. Yeah, well, that's a topic away. Because, um, you know, she probably saw the word once, so therefore she's she died from COVID and will be part of the statistics next week because that's what Public Health England do, isn't it? Isn't that what they do? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. We'll, 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 we'll get on to... Yeah, <laughs> we'll get on to figures shortly. God bless um, her. Yeah, but you know, so yeah, so we've got that Christmas TV coming up, eh? So lots of yeah. fun celebrities standing miles apart for some odd reason. Yeah, don't need and, to do that. I, I, I think that just sort of compounds it, doesn't it? I was watching a bit of um, just, uh, oh, must be dieting or something, because I'm just hungry all the time, so I'm watching Same. MasterChef. Yeah, oh, me too, I'm watching MasterChef uh, on Netflix. Yeah, well, no, on, on BBC. British broadcasting company um, but they're doing the professionals and they were cooking some stuff but they're all the judges are all sort of sitting like miles apart and they all have to come up individually take their little bit of the food onto their little separate plate it's just and it's like well, you, surely you're just in a bubble aren't you and yeah, I mean that's that's, the, that, that's pathetic it was just like oh god I mean have you seen have you seen the the figures for question time today you seen that no, go on. So you know, Question Time, that the show Question Time, the the, the political show yeah. Question Time that's on that is now hosted by Fiona Bruce. Oh yes. So the, the viewers have dropped significantly. I think last week they had like six hundred thousand viewers, where like you know a year ago or whatever they had millions, and like yeah. the start of the year it had millions, but it's dropped um, quite dramatically. And it's what's um, that then? Well, personally, I mean, BBC will sell, you know, got 1.5 million views, but they're taking into account all the, uh, the iPlayer views as well. But yeah. um, personally, I mean, I stopped watching it a long time ago, partly because, I, you know, I was sick of the panellists they had on there. Um, there was a clear, clear uh, left-right bias. And, I, and um, so I stopped watching then anyway. But, but even more so, I stopped watching, um, I mean, there's no audience. So and right. all the panelists sit, you know, four hundred well, feet nothing. apart from each other. No, they, I think they have like a virtual um, oh. question, so someone answers a question from home. But they've got no, they've got no, um, got nobody in the studio. And part of the fun of Question Time is is that kind of boo hiss mentality from the audience. 
Um, yeah. It's a bit more a pantomime than, you know, like Andrew Marshall or whatever. Like, that's the point of it, isn't it? Is, well, exactly. Is that well, the yeah. public there to ask the questions? Well, the public at, still asks the questions. But, yeah, I mean, the public still asks the questions, but they ask them like, like one person on a video screen asking the question and that's it. And right. so, so the MPs don't have that. Like, you know, some of the most classic question time, and so, actually classic TV in general, uh, has been from Question Time, like you know, when the MPs' expenses in two thousand, whatever it was, nine, um, the Question Times around that period were brilliant because, like, the audience were furious with the MPs, and the MPs were trying to defend themselves, and they were just getting booed, and it got quite aggro, and it was great, and I wanted to fight to start, and that is why I watch <laughs> Question Time. I don't watch it so that so that so that Emily Formbury can talk to a quiet studio about, you know. Labour policy or whatever, like, I don't. That's boring, and it's all about COVID anyway. What's the point? And, and like, I don't want. I don't want to see um, people sitting two hundred feet apart from each other. I mean, it just reminds me of how terrible everything is. So, so no, I'm not watching it. And I'm, I'm so you boring. want it to be some sort of fight club where it all kicks off. And, yeah. Um, and yeah, politicians just get basically mobbed by the public. Yeah. Yeah, well, the best politics in the world is from places like Turkey and and, and and Uzbekistan, where like you see all these videos of like politicians getting angry with each other and then just jumping over tables and smashing each other's faces in. That's what I want from our politics. Don't <laughs> we have um, we have the maze though, don't we? <laughs> Someone needs to pick it up and go go postal. But some of them pick it up and then that's it and they just put it down. Yeah, and then they're kicked out. Like, so, uh, oh, picked oh, it up. What have you done? It's only like ten people now anyway so it's even more boring so that's boring as well you've got a boring opposition MP uh, leader who's just who's just a lawyer you've got a boring Prime Minister's questions because he's sitting at home because even though he's had COVID he's not allowed to come out of self-isolation even though he's, he's already had it and he ain't got it so he's still not coming out idiot I quite liked him I quite like Graham Norton at the moment that's, that's, they've done that they've got an audience what is that got to do with anything well I'm just saying like, the way that you have big audiences they've got audiences in there they, and then, they? And then they, they bring in like a celebrity on on the screen like, like they had Tina Fey on there and they just come on and they do like sort of just a few minutes and, and then they piss off and, yeah. and you don't get all of the bollocks yeah yeah, she had like Ramesh Ranganathan and, and Hugh Grant in the studio with well, Nigella Lawson, which is a bit of a weird mix of class. Well, terrible mix. Well, three terrible guests right there. But but, but they they all sort of got on, and then you sort of had this American celebrity coming on the video screen, and then they piss off, and it's like, yeah, that's they yeah. Don't, they don't all the... I had an audience. So how how are they how have they got? An audience? I had a, like a, I think they had like a dotted around like se- separated audience. Oh right, sure yeah. they did. Okay. So, so there you go. So it is possible. Yeah. Right. Well, be, before we get on to the UK, because there's lots, lots to talk about there, mm. I'll do a quick, quick nod to the US because they are going through their own political fun time. And yeah. um, Trump, Trump's conceded. Well, he's conceded. He hasn't conceded. He's he's oh, he's, he's gone as far. He's gone as far as he's gone in in admitting that he might have lost. But unfairly lost, or like lost in 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 the sense of, um, he still thinks that it's been rigged. But he hasn't actually said I I've lost. He's just put through. He's allowed the emotions of, of of trans. What's it called? Trans. Where they trans- transition. Yeah, yeah. They, 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 he's allowed that to happen because you've got to. Otherwise, it's going to be a crisis. Yeah, because they won't know what's going on when they come yeah. and take over. And it's yeah, like, so you, you, he's got like so he's allowed that basically. But uh, like that's not him saying he's lost the election. That's just him putting in the motion of something that probably is going to have to happen so yeah it's so funny like the way that he's just sort of just 
literally still standing there screaming as people are sort of coming into his house and start taking things out. Yeah. So, and then literally carting away all your stuff. And it's, it's just going to be mad. The next, the next couple of months is just going to be mental. Well, what I find interesting, like, once he inevitably does leave the White House, because let's be honest, like, it's got he, even, even if he's 100% right and the election was totally and utterly rigged, he still wasn't. wasn't well, that's up for debate, but, 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 but fact, to be fair, it, lawsuits have been thrown out and they've certified the election. So, yeah, so, but even so, it's still good. So, it's, it's not rigged. So, well, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, um, he, so yeah, once he's gone and yes. buys in, and then presumably Kamala Harris takes over in about a week because Biden <laughs> is senile, um, I think it's been quite interesting for years because for the last four years. Well, yeah, that's at the term. Oh, four years. Yeah, not four years. Okay. Four, yeah, four years is in the number. Oh, okay. Um, I think it's been quite interesting because for the last four years, American, well, world, the world left, um, if you want to call it that, the anti-Trumpers, right, have <laughs> had have had uh, a bogeyman. They've had. They've had someone to blame for all their problems, for all the world's woes, and they ain't going to have that anymore. So the next time someone moans about, I don't know, gender or whatever, they're not going to have Trump in the White House. They're going to have someone who's supposedly is more on their side and probably is going to be a lot more uh, um, sympathetic to their causes. But when things go wrong and there's things I don't like, who are they going to blame this time? Because they haven't yeah, got yeah. a Trump to blame. They've got someone who's one of their own, really, who they've all campaigned for. And, you know, I don't know. I think it's going to be interesting who, who so they're going to turn their fire onto. Well, who, who does, does Trump get? I know you sort of said he might run again. Mm. Like, does he sort of stay as the leader of the Republicans? Because he hasn't got, he's, he's, not, he's not part of the Senate or anything. He's just like a, you know, a not nominated leader of the party I suppose is he? Uh, I don't I don't know how that works I don't know if they have leaders like that do they? They have a primary don't they? I think they have a nomination for who's going to be the candidate but then they have yeah. the senate leader um, and then yeah well, yeah. I don't think I don't he know what he'll do well, other than play golf and just generally well, he'll, first thing he'll do is he'll, he'll set up a TV channel probably um, and then he'll spend the next four years um, <laughs> it's a TV know. show yeah he will and 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 you know, bake off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you should do. How good would that be? Bake off. Oh, that'd be amazing. Um, the yeah, like he can say he's going to stand in four years, but whether the Republican Party will allow him to stand is a different story because they've got yeah. to, they've got to nominate him, haven't they? And whether they would, I doubt they would. Um, so that's probably. Uh, I hope so. It'd be brilliant. Good for us, anyway. <laughs> yeah, we'll still be going in four <laughs> years, so. <laughs> My four listeners, by then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the main thing there is um, obviously Georgia. So when all this finally sort of starts to settle off, straight away we get into January in the new year, and then they've got the final Senate sort of dual battle for, you know, Georgia. Two seats in the Senate. It's poised at 49-49. Yeah. Two seats up for grabs. There's a runoff on both seats in Georgia. Yeah. January 5th just before Biden takes over. Yeah. And it's just going to be absolutely brilliant. I can't yeah. wait. Yeah. It's going to be compelling. 
Because they're just going to all go mad for it. Yeah. Well, I won't be watching, but, you know. Oh, well, all right. Well, I'll watch. You, you can tell me all about it. I'll tell you all about it and how okay. exciting it is. And okay. I get to watch, hopefully, a bit more CNN, because that was fun last time. Mm. Fine. So, close at home. Um, as in home. Just, yeah, as in the United Kingdom. Across the, home. across the pond. Sure. Well, sort of London way. Um, it's, it's all been happening, hasn't it? So, first of all, the, the, the Christmas, Christmas is on. Mini Christmas. Well, yeah, but, you know, we can have a Christmas. Well, if we're allowed. First of all, that was always going to happen anyway. Like, when, okay. even if they said, oh, you can't, there's no way that... <laughs> oh, you what? Well, yeah. <laughs> Alan, you can't. <laughs> um, there's no way people would have not going to go and see their family at Christmas. There's no way. It doesn't matter what the rules were. So yeah. I think the only reason they've been brought in with these uh, relaxation and five days of uh, being allowed to touch people um, <laughs> is um, because they know that people were going to do that anyway. So so they've just done this little kind of um, gesture. So, oh, yeah, yeah. But like people can do it anyway. They know that. And everyone else knows that. And even the people say, oh, no, 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 no. There's no way they're not going to do it. So yeah. they had to do it um, politically. And, um, yeah, so so it doesn't, in, in one sense, I don't think it actually changes anything because, like I said, people can do it anyway. It just makes it more legal. But, like, what are they going to do? Like, police are going to go around knocking on people's houses at Christmas oh. Day saying, oh, how many people you got here? Where, where are you from? Like, it ain't going to happen, is it? People yeah, that's, that's what I didn't quite get because it's, it's, it's not even, it's just households, isn't it, this time? It's just... Three three households can three households, but if you but if you got like people, if you got if you got four kids, yeah, and adult kids and all live away from home, you can you can only pick three of them. One of them can't come. (laughs) So so then you're gonna know who who you who you favourites are, who your favourites of your parents are, you know, because um, then technically they're not supposed. I mean, obviously they're gonna go anyway, but like you know, if if there are you know, COVID, um, uh, you know. Nazis, oh. I suppose, who, oh, who follow, yeah, who follow, well, the, the ones that are just like, oh no, we can't do this, we can't do that. If they have got more than three kids, then what they're going to do? It's going to be a, a delicate conversation to have, you know. Yeah, and because like, if you think like a, a normal sort of situation where you've got you know husband and wife and kids and stuff, and they both got their in-laws, that's that. There's more than three houses there. Yeah. So how do you kind of pick? Who are you going to go? Or surely people are just going to go round to more than three households. Yeah. Because they want to have Christmas with one lot, and then they're going to go around and have Christmas with the other lot. 100% will. Right. And the government knows this. So, so why don't they just sort of say, we'll sod it, you know? Because because they're not allowed. Because Sage are like, oh, my God, like everyone's going to die. So, oh, my God, you can't do this. Oh, for every one day of Christmas, you've got to have five days of lockdown in January. Just, just give it a rest. Yeah, I don't get all that. I mean, surely everyone's pretty aware now that lockdown is inevitable if everyone just you know, sort of goes around jumping and hugging each other and all that sort of stuff. Well, no, because, you know. Okay, you know, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's the great British public. Well, no. no We're pretty so. crap at following. Yeah, but like, rules. well, apart from that, I, you know, I don't think that, I don't think it's as bad as they say it is. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, we've got the we've got the tears coming up. Uh, obviously, end of lockdown, which will be next next week, I think. Yeah, next, next week. Friday. Next Friday. Uh, sorry, next Wednesday. Next Wednesday. Next Wednesday. Thank you. Um, so-
Oh, we can all play the game. What tier are you? Well, everyone's uh, going to be in tier, at least tier two. There's going to be no, no one's going to be in tier one, so that they can forget that. Like, it's going to be tier two, tier three, mostly tier three for most people. So it's, it's going to be the same as it is now, except a few shops are going to be open, and that's it, and you can go to the gym. That's it. It's going to be the same as what it was a month ago, um, but for everyone. So they'll so want to get the pubs open, won't they? That's yeah, the main, that, that's the main that's the, thing, isn't it? Well, but that's the thing, like, back to the Christmas rules, like, you can't you can't go out as a group to pubs at Christmas. And and the thing is, well, it's ridiculous. It, it's destroying the hospitality industry. And also, like, there was a study out the other day which showed that the worst places to pick up COVID, apparently, is supermarkets. Right? Really? Yeah. And but Audi have got a traffic light system, so that must... They advertise it. But they're filthy and they're dirty and there's loads of people in there and you walk around. And so if you are going to pick it up, that's where you pick it up. And they've said this, like supermarkets are actually the worst place. Yeah, they've been open the whole time, rightly so, because of supermarkets, everyone needs to get their stuff. But pubs who spent, you know, there's pubs that have spent thousands of pounds on on the COVID securing their, their stuff and, and ensuring that there's rules and cleanliness, everything's cleaned after every table and they're following, and yet they're closed down. And pubs are probably like one of the places where it's it's, it's managed and it's done well and yet they're the ones that shut down you're not allowed to go to the pub it's just stupid it's so stupid it's just not been thought through yeah I think I think the bit over Christmas is is uh, I don't know it's, it seems like the rules have changed so much now and I think there is okay I was watching a bit on like the BBC did an interview and they went to Canterbury where there's lots of cases it's really high and the people there are just like there's so many rules now I just don't know what it is so just can't be bothered yeah and I sort of thought well, yeah actually I think that's quite true because I think it's hard to keep up with what you're meant to be doing now and what you're meant to be doing over Christmas and what you can and can't do down the pub. Mm. And you're just like backing your head on the table because it's just too hard to keep up with. But yeah, I mean, I don't, but I mean, I know the basic rules. I don't know all the rules though. I don't. I I just know know that like wear a mask and don't (laughs) cough over people and, you know, just wash your hands. I think the rest of it, that's kind of the sentiment was, you know, if you just sort of look after yourself, then you stop spreading it because you're not being stupid. There was almost yeah, a bit of that mentality coming in. Yeah, I mean, you know my thoughts on masks, though. So. Yeah, I, I know I know your thoughts on masks. But masks oh. make sense. No, they don't. There was a study that came out... No, there was a study that came out the other day. No, there was a study that came out the other day. And it, now. It, no, there was a study that came out the other no. day and it was it was, it was was in various uh, journals, but... Strange the Beano. Enough, yeah, in the Beano. And strangely enough, it wasn't covered by any kind of big news programme. Because, huh? because the con- it wasn't because the conclusions were masks don't really make much difference. They don't really do much. And then, and then there was a study, a, a separate study, which, which defended masks. Right. And that was covered. That was covered all over the place. But the ones, the study that, that, that showed actually, or put the point of view across that said, they don't really do much, wasn't covered. Interesting. Well- I, yeah, well, it clearly it, it does something, well, but I think it's one of those things that it's it's certain you know situation like it doesn't it doesn't stop you getting it. So you know if you haven't got it, you're not wearing a mask doesn't really stop you getting it. But if you've got it, it stops you spreading it. But not obviously it's not the only way that you can spread it. Like you could cough in your hand or what you know just wipe something and i don't know really whatever you carry about with you but you, you could find other ways of spreading it 
So if you're asymptomatic, you probably don't know that you're doing that anyway. So you're probably not worrying too much about wearing your mask because you haven't got symptoms. Mm. I mean, so I, I went to the shop the other day or supermarket without wearing a mask. Jesus Christ. First time did it. I didn't, I didn't. I what number do I dial for the COVID mask? Yeah, fuck that. I didn't, I didn't print out. I mean, I only didn't print it out because I haven't got any printer toner. But um, I didn't print Is out my... <laughs> yeah, I didn't print out my exemption uh, badge to put on my lanyard. I didn't you wrote do that. yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I am. I am crayon. <laughs> I, yeah, I am exempt. Just felt wrongly. <laughs> um, no, I just went in and. Um, what did I say? Did someone not? Stop nothing. You? No, so the guy in the Sainsbury's. There's a guy who sits in the security at the front. Yeah. And he looked at me before he could say anything. I just went, I'm exempt, mate. And I walked in and that was that. They're not actually allowed. They're not actually allowed to ask you um, why you're exempt. They're not allowed. By law, they're not allowed to ask. Um, so they just no, take your probing, probing like personal. It's personal, yeah. It's, it's, it, there's, there's all sorts of reasons yeah. why. Yeah, they're just not allowed. They're not allowed to do it. The, I think the most they can do to sort of say, oh, have you got a mask? And then you can legitimately say, no, I don't need one. I'm exempt. And that's it. That's where the conversation yeah. is meant to end. Um, and that's it. You just go about your day. Um, so I did. Uh, but he didn't say anything. I just said it before I could even you know, answer. I just carried on walking. Uh, I mean, I wasn't in there long. I've got a couple of looks. No one oh, said I'll anything. Bet. No one said anything. I was I mean, like, I was... why are you out spreading fucking COVID everywhere? Yeah, I mean, I've got the, the biggest look I've got was when I was at the cucumber aisle, just licking it. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, that 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 got a few looks, um, but you know, no one said anything. Um, no, like I didn't. I just I hate them. You know, I hate them, and they make me breathless. And so I am exempt anyway. So I, I, I just went in without one. And like, yeah, like I said, no one said anything. I, I was kind of willing someone to say something because I, okay. I wanted a, I wanted a massive argument in the middle of Sainsbury's, um, but no one said anything. Like I've seen people in there not wear one. I've seen people in there having them just over their chins. They're not even. That's the ones I hate. It's not even the ones that go in with, with a full gas mask. It's the ones that <laughs> that that go into a supermarket with a mask and then just have it hanging around their chin. Either wear one or don't. Um, yeah. So, uh, COVID marshals. I was going to say. Um, so, they're doing. They're not doing anything. Like. Like, we went out the other day, because I, I took my dog for a walk, and um, yeah, over the park, and there was a couple of people walking about. It was like sort of midday on Friday, and had little badges on, and little high-vis, you know, high-vis jackets. I sort of walked past them, and they had COVID marshal on their little badge, like almost like your little badge written in crayon, but it was actually printed out and had the, the borough logo on it. And they COVID marshals. Right. It was just like just two, two people that like sort of dinner lady type people that were just walking around the park, but not really doing anything. Like there was people sort of in groups, but they weren't doing anything about it. Because they can't. Well, you know, I just thought, oh, okay, great, whatever. But then but it was quiet because it was middle of the day, so it wasn't like there's anything major going on. But then went over the park on like the Saturday where it was absolutely rammed. Like the parks are rammed at the moment because everyone's using it as the only place you can go out, yeah. um, your family and stuff, and, and do anything, because the kids are doing you nothing. And, um, and and there were nowhere to be seen. And there was literally hundreds of people over the park, like big groups, there's a big group of like teenagers all sitting together. 
and and doing it. And where where were the COVID marshals? Um, so what's what's the freaking point? Well, there is no point. I mean, they're probably cowering indoors because they know there are people that they've actually got to talk to. And if there's like a big mob out and they start going along, going, oh, no, you mustn't do it here. Oh no, no, you mustn't do this. They're just going to be like, get fucked, mate. Like, so they're probably pussying out indoors. It just seemed like it's. Just, I, I just didn't get that because like the whole point, like Haven, where we are, it's got quite high high infection rates. So mm. surely that's the time to be out. It's like if we're going to beat this thing, let's get out of there. Let's really like you know attack it with our with our vests and our badges and, and so scarves. People put the badge in their face. Well, yeah, exactly. Like how much money are you spending on these pricks to sort of just dozy around the park in the middle of a lunchtime when they should be out? You know, grabbing some sort of small kid and saying, "Why are you touching that?" and sort of throwing them about a bit, or just doing something. I don't know. Well, you know, they're pointless, useless, and ineffective. So, <laughs> and and the, the people that do those jobs are, you know, the the absolute subhuman um, well, no, I, I, scum of humanity. I'd interject and say maybe it's people that you know need a bit of work and maybe don't have the motivations to go out and try and stop COVID spreading, but actually just want to get a bit of money in um, to feed, yeah. you know, their kids and stuff. Oh, no, they are just the scum. They are just, they're, okay. yeah, they're, they're the detritus you find on the, underneath your toilet. They're, <laughs> they're horrible, little jobs worth. I know cunts. the stereotype you think they are. They are. <laughs> please please can i do this oh i'll tell you what oh yes i'll be the fire marshal let me do, let me be the fire marshal let me do that let me wear the high vis and get people out the building oh i'd love to do that do you know what i'm gonna do a first aid course as well shut up <laughs> that's the kind of people we're talking about here the fire marshals at work oh god they are yeah they are. it takes a special person to think oh i'll be the fire marshal yeah oh, oh, what are you doing you shouldn't be taking your bag out with you Get lost. Oh, there's no time to get your coat. Mate, it's two degrees out. I'm getting a fucking coat. And it's not, there's not even a fire anyway. This is made up. There's no fire. You're just doing it because we have to. So I can, I can go and get my coat. Yeah, always grab your coat. Whenever always a fire grab your drill. coat. Always. You never know how long it's going to take to go back in. No, you oh, get, just, just come on, everyone. Come on, everyone. Joe's just going to ever do that and go outside and then just go and get a coffee somewhere. Genuinely, the last, honestly, the last um, fire uh, drill I had, which was about a year, it was a year ago, in fact. In your house? Yeah, yeah, I just went out my house because I thought, you know what, I had a good fire drill in fucking ages. So uh, I'm going to turn this smoke alarm on and I'm just going to (laughs) stand outside for 20 minutes in in, in just a T-shirt, even though it's three degrees outside. um, Because that's the right thing to do, you know. Um, Don't grab your coat, Andy. Um, Oh, the last fire drill I had... Was was a year ago because I came out of my office and then I went Christmas shopping. I just left right. and I just did I did a, quite a bit of Christmas shopping and then just stroll back in afterwards. Right. So <laughs> good old fire drills. <laughs> took it um, took it seriously then. They're not serious, are they? They're not. Has, has any fire? Has anyone ever had a fire ever? Oh, I, was, ever I was just thinking, uh, have you ever seen a, an actual fire alarm go off? And seeing what they do, no. I wonder if they sort of properly freak out that they've got to actually do something proper and, and get people out of the building. Yeah, well, they'll panic, won't they? So we're just running around, grab like the person in the wheelchair and run them to that little refuge place and probably just chuck them into a, a lift or something and just 
proper freak out. Yeah. Well, you're not allowed to lift, so. So, yeah, they, you know, it'll be, it'll kind of be like 9 11, I guess. <laughs> um, but, you know, the English version of 9 11. So. Oh, we'll see if we get any uh, comments from fire marshals. <laughs> yeah, if there's any fire, fire marshals out there, it's Facebook. A, tell us why you do it. And B, tell us why, because you definitely do want to be a COVID marshal as well. <laughs> I definitely do. We want the stats on yeah. how many COVID marshals are fire marshals. I'd rather be mates of the traffic warden than, than, than oh, a Oh, Jesus. Traffic. I really would. Let's I think, not. Honestly, no. I, cannot, I can't fathom the people that want to do COVID marshalling. The people that do, like, traffic enforcement of parking. And, like, I get that it's a job. But God, that's a shit job. And it literally is going around enforcing, well, oh, oh, you've been like 10 minutes. So, I'm go- but then oh, I, you get me on a fucking parking people. So we have like a scroll around the corner to us. And there's always cars, like cars just parked everywhere. It's, it's carnage. And it can't be safe. And they go, oh, so you're going to ticket all them people? Oh, no, no, we have to give them like 10 minutes grace. Right. Like, what? But, but they're parking like near a school. Surely you can just give them a ticket. And the, the law is you have to give them 10 minutes grace. Oh, right. I'll remember that next time I get like a parking thing for being a little bit in a hash zone. Where's my 10 minutes grace for that? Oh, you've been late, COVID Marshall. Well, I got, I got a ticket for being in a hashed phone because the car I was following could have gone further and, and just decided to stop so there's me stuck and it didn't block anything didn't, there was no traffic coming the other way didn't, didn't do anything I got a little ticket oh oh, here's your video you can see your car stopped in the hashed area that'll be £65 please well you know we're, we're one step Fuck away you. from COVID. well we're one step away from COVID marshals being the same sort of thing from from actually giving them some power and saying fine people for for not keeping to the left you know well, they'll be after you wouldn't they without your well, mask well they've got to find me first chasing after you like Benny Hill style <laughs> well you know I'll just spit at him it's <laughs> the only time I warrant spitting I mean they deserve it they are that low of a of a, of a human creature that they deserve to be spat on I know I hate spitting I think it's horrible but they deserve to be spat on spit on COVID marshals wait though they'll be the first ones getting the vaccine and they'll be like immune well this is another thing all this this nonsense about freedom passports yeah I haven't seen anything yet they haven't I've not seen that have you yeah well, there's a few airlines have already said they're going to be like, well, no, if you haven't had the vaccine, then you can't come on our plane. Um, so we won't be using those airlines. Well, have you got anywhere to go? No. <laughs> so, but I won't, you know, I won't be using them um, because I've got nowhere to go. So gutted for them. <laughs> I but they, they're not, I mean, I can see that there's, there'll, there'll be a, yeah, there's a, there's a benefit to be able to say if you had the vaccine, therefore you can do stuff. But I, d- yeah. I don't know even know when people like the majority will get it anyway. It'll be a while, won't it? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's like they're going to target like the over eighty fives first, and they're not going to be jumping on planes. What no, but eventually, the, like this is all part of the the, the bigger plan to to uh, just just make sure everyone falls in line and 
and um, follow your new rules of your new big world. Um, got to do it this way. You can't do this unless you've had this done. And do you still think it's going to be all a bit 1984 when um, uh, uh, after the, the more, vaccine? The more I hear and the more I see, yes, I do. I absolutely do. And this is the start. Freedom passes. That's the start. Don't get a vaccine, then you can't go here. You can't do this. They're saying, no, we're not going to do that. But eventually they will. Clearly they will. Um, unless people say, no, bollocks that. I ain't doing it. And, and vote with their wallets and say, well, I ain't going to use your business then. That's what yeah, they should but, do. But surely more, more people will be getting the vaccine than, than the minority that will be anti-vaxxing the vaccine. No, first of all, you shouldn't use that term anti-vax. Because oh, sorry. You, you can legitimately question the vaccine without being an anti-vaccine or anti-vax, if you want to call it that. Although that is the fundamental thing of being an anti-vaxxer. No, 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 anti-vaxxers no, anti are like... No, 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 anti-vaxxers are like fundamentally against any vaccine because I think it's got even microchips or whatever and, and they'll just never take one. No, I don't, I, you can question and you can challenge the needs of a vaccine without being anti-vaccine. There are okay. two, two different things. And and the thing is, to be honest... A questioner. A question, yeah, question, yeah. question. Uh, uh, To be honest, I've, I've done a bit of reading about <gasps> the vaccine over the last week or so. And to be honest, I'm actually more... Um, I don't want to say pro-vaccine, because I don't necessarily pro-vaccine, but I'm more... Um, I, guess, I guess like a lot of the conspiracies about the vaccine about like how quickly it's been done etc yeah. I've done a bit of reading about that and I am less inclined to to say oh you know it's dangerous blah 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 because there are reasons why it can take years for a vaccine to um, normally um, like let's say 10 years it, it can take uh, normally it takes a vaccine 10 years to, to come around whereas this one's took like 6 months whatever now there's reasons for that like you know, there's people who've said that that actually vaccines were being worked. This vaccine was being worked on long before um, COVID came along. Like after the after the last big pan like pandemic a few years ago, not pandemic, but like disease worry, whatever it was. Yeah, that there were people already working on what they think like a vaccine of this type. So it was already in the process of being done. Yeah, and, it's a and, it's a pretty straightforward sort of genetic yeah. thing, isn't it? And and there's also there was someone who works in, in um, creating vaccines, and he said like a lot of like when they say like you know it takes ten years and stuff, a lot of that ten years is not like actually um, sitting around testing things and whatever. A lot of that is sitting around waiting for funding, and that can take a long time. Like you have to wait for funding for this, and then you've got to wait another few years for funding for that, and that is a, a big part of the reason why vaccines can take a long time to come around. Whereas with this one they didn't have that issue because it was like, no, we've got to push it through because it's so, so urgent. Whereas yeah. in other cases, when they create vaccines, it's not so much urgent. So they have to wait around. So that's another reason. So I'm like, even though I question it, I like to, you know, find out why. And actually I've, I don't want to say pro vaccine cause I'm not, but like, but on the fence. More, like, yeah, well, yeah, I'm, I'm less, I'm less like conspiratorial about it than maybe wow. it was like a week ago. It's a real moment. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, at some point I probably will have it. <gasps> but, but, but I'm in no rush. Like, That's what I get you. I'm in no rush to have it. Absolutely no rush to have it at all. None. Um, oh, unless you want to go somewhere on a plane. 
Well, there's already. I mean, Ryanair said they're not going to. Not going to. Uh, <laughs> they wouldn't, would they? <laughs> no. But then that's the right thing to do. And like I said, people will will go. Right, we'll go Ryanair then. I'm not that flight Ryanair. I'll never it's fly Ryanair. No. <laughs> Jesus. But um, yeah. I mean, obviously, there's there'll be different airlines with different approaches for it. But mm. uh, it's it's good. It's it's an interesting. It's an interesting time with the vaccines because there's so many different there's different types that do slightly different things and how quickly that. But we bought shed loads of them, which is nice. So we should all get one. So that's going to be something to look forward to. But like like obviously the, the Oxford one is the is the is the best of the vaccines at the moment. It's British, isn't it? <laughs> not just that. Like that they're not charging twenty five dollars a shot. They're charging like three dollars. So that like you know, poorer nations around the world can have it. And it also it doesn't have to be stored at like minus 70 degrees centigrade. It can be stored. Yeah, that's a bit of a fridge. So that's really a pain, good. isn't it? If you've got yeah. to store it. Although GPs, office, doctors, I saw doctors normally have fridges for that sort of thing. But um, okay. yeah, it's obviously a bit of a ball egg, isn't it? If it's got a... Yeah. But hopefully they've uh, consigned their way out of that one. Yeah. But, but, but to the broader point of like the actual anti-vaxxers, like... That's mad just, madness. Well, you shouldn't just shut them down, though. It shouldn't just be a case of, oh, we're not going to allow this on Facebook or whatever. You should should allow those opinions, and those opinions should be challenged if they want to be challenged. But to just shut it down, or even to, to, just to brand, like what I was doing, like uh, vaccine questioning as anti-vax, and therefore it Mental. shouldn't be... Like, that's that's crazy. You shouldn't, you're entitled to question these things, and that shouldn't you, be put in a... Put you, in a are to a point that I think when you get like the anti-vaxxers that kind of say, oh, I'm not vaccinating because of it, their reasons are normally completely bonkers. Be but, it, they're, but they're allowed be to have those. But they're allowed to have well, no, they're allowed to have it. But if they start to endanger other people because they won't get vaccinated from serious diseases that we don't want spreading around, then they are. Then you have to really question it. I, I, I rarely see. Any of that stuff, like when something comes up and there's like a viral post about an anti-vaxxer, it's normally some bollocks reason that they're saying that's completely unjustified. And they haven't done that research and they haven't put forward a considered challenge to it. Because on the whole, from a scientific point of view, vaccines have been around and proven and tested and checked. So unless it's a no, wild conspiracy well, I theory, I, I, exactly. I, 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 I agree to an extent. Like, well, I agree to an extent that, like... That they are a good thing, and that they've done so much good in the world, um, and people. And, uh, I'd, I'd be glad to hear that. Yeah, cause, you know, I'm an important person. And, um, <laughs> no, but like, if you're just going to mute anyone who, who who has these views, then I think that's a dangerous path to, to walk down because then you started to you started to agree. You started agree. to stifle free speech. No, it is free we, speech. we always allow and encourage the debate. Yeah, but, but, the, but at the moment, you, it's you not say me. if your debate is God, then you're mad. But that's the thing. You're not at the moment. You're not. If you put like there are, there's clear cases of this. There are people putting up even stuff which isn't anti-vax, which is literally just like a, a post about vaccines, which is might be slightly like questioning, not questioning taking it, but just like anything. It's like taken off Facebook or or, or, or blocked on it Twitter. Be, yeah, it should be turned. I, th- I think, but I think you've got to be careful because. There's obviously going to be a, a, a big need to get this pushed out to p- stop us all having this lockdown crap 
So, you know, every, if there's a clear and considered challenge, yeah, but some of the wild sort of conspiracy are they're trying to control us, you know, you can really make people nervous about it. And I think it's dangerous to just let people, you know, wildly circulate dangerous rumours with this stuff. I think you've really got to focus down on the science. Like you say, do the reading. But to be honest, not a lot of people bother to actually read about this and understand how the vaccines work. And if, you know, a general sort of conspiracy mindset at this point is, I don't think it's really helpful. And we should be at least flagging that. I think, you know, the socials have got to take their responsibility there and start flagging these things and say, well, actually, this is disputed. He could click here to go and read some actual yeah, but, science. But, but they dispute stuff which isn't even, it doesn't even fall under the, the kind of categories you're talking about. It's just stuff which is. Uh, which is um, not towing completely the, the World Health Organization line. So that kind of stuff is like, well, this is disputed. Well, it's, you can't, that's crazy. And they're told to do it because they're, they're a private company or whatever, so they can do what they want. But it's not a good path to tread. I, don't well, know. I, I, might, I might do it. I might just cut all that bit out that you just talked about. Just okay. so no one ever hears about it. Fine. Fine. <laughs> Fine. I can say what I want now then. Fine. <laughs> Don't take right. it. Don't take right. that horrible vaccine because it's got a microchip and it's run by Bill Gates. I'm cutting that out. The world, so. I'll put a little warning. <laughs> All of Andy's opinions should not be trusted. Yeah, yeah, do it. Finally today, we had the uh, spending review. Yeah. Um, Rishi, everyone's favourite Rishi. He seems to be doing well in the popularity stakes, I must say. Yeah. I've based it on just a couple of people that mentioned it. Um, but he's announced the spending review what, what did you make of that well I didn't I didn't see I didn't watch it and oh brilliant <laughs> the only I mean the only takeaway on the pulse <laughs> the only kind of headline grabbing things I saw were like um, we're spending like 55 billion on COVID um, rescue in the next year or something like that some ridiculous figure the other thing was the, the cutting yep. of the foreign aid budget um, yeah which which it's just great to see all over Twitter because <laughs> because you're getting all the media, all the common commentary out, if you want to call them that, commentators. Um, they can't, they're, they're like, oh my God, I can't believe they're doing this. And it's just, it really does show the clear divide between the media, the commentary at a selection of MPs and the general public because the support for cutting the foreign aid is very high yeah. and there's a clear divide between a bunch of journos on Twitter going oh I can't believe they're doing this whereas most people are like ah good good for them good idea I should have done this ages the, the, ago arch, the arch I saw the archbishop has, has, has weighed in on that one is, yeah I mean he's, he's one big giant mm -hmm. lefty tosser really I think it's right I mean it's not like we're not it's not like we're not still giving aid. We're just cutting it back a bit. Like, everyone's got to make sacrifices. We're, we're still the second biggest contributor yeah. to foreign aid in the world, right? But, and, and and also, the amount we pumped into this Oxford vaccine, which is British, which is going to save countless lives, if you if you want to get, in, get into that. It's almost foreign aid. By, it's foreign by, aid, yeah. So, yeah. because that's helping out countries that wouldn't be able to necessarily afford the, the, uh, the Moderna and the, the Pfizer vaccines because they had, like, 25 bucks a shot you know these are gonna be three or four dollars a shot so we're doing loads and cutting the foreign aid budget you know well it's it, only it's four billion yeah it's not that's, that's it. Percent, isn't it yeah 
So, you know, overall, obviously we must be spending in like 20 billion on the poor aid. Yeah, but then you've got, like, already someone, some minister's already resigned. Baroness Sugg oh, has really? resigned. And it's like, well, who the fuck is why, that? Why? Who cares? Because well, she doesn't agree with it. And, like, fair enough, she doesn't agree with it, so she's resigned. Right thing to do. But, like, do you know on Twitter? Oh, my God, Baroness Sugg has resigned. Literally, everyone in the country is like, who the hell is Baroness Sugg? Why do I care I that even... she resigned? I support yeah. what the government have done here. So that's it. But you get idiot journalists on Twitter going. Uh, well, it's a, it's a tough one, isn't it? Because, because yeah. well, I think for people to sort of understand, because there's the big headlines. And I was just look, looking at it now, like, you know, the, the millions of public sector workers will see their pay frozen. Good. So there's a public sector pay, which has happened before, to be honest. Good. Have you seen the charts? Look at, look at the charts. The public sector yeah. pay has, sector has reduced yeah. as well. It's gone up and stayed up and gone up and stayed up, whereas the private sector has fell through the roof. So right. it has. Like, if you look at the charts, this is facts. This is not just me saying it. This is fact. Charts. And There's charts. Involved. There are charts around. Um, <laughs> I've seen them. No, this, is, this is a fact. Like, they have, they've gone up. Got so one on your free, wall. <laughs> yeah, I have, actually. Um, but for them to, for, again, it's, it's, a, it's a, you know, obviously Labour have, have nailed their... There oh, are yeah. flags to the mass of public sector pay should not be frozen, whatever. But, so, but um, PMQs, he went mad on that. Well, yeah, and he's got it because, like, you know, the, traditionally Labour are yeah, uh, the party of the public sector. And, uh, but, you know, again, there's going to be a lot of people who are not part of the public sector who are not getting pay rises and who are either lost jobs or lost income. And they're going to be like, well, no, that's the right thing to do. We've all got to take a hit here. It's not just us. Um, that that should take the take the take the fall, and but you know aren't they protecting like NHS workers anyway? They are getting a I think they are getting a minimum of like two hundred fifty pound pay rise or something like, something like that anyway. I think they're being protected, but um, no, fuck the public sector. <laughs> I'm making so many friends here, and I I know you're really sort of narrowing down your target demographic. Sure, I have to yeah. make sure I support the uh, the public sector workers, having been one myself. Uh, so have I. So I don't really mean it. I don't really mean it. Like, but what I mean is like, you know, they can't expect to just be treated differently to everyone else because they're in the public sector. Like they've got to expect this year and next year and for however many years that it ain't going to be pay rises all over the place, you know. So accept it, move on. We can all accept that nurses or whatever aren't paid enough Teachers aren't paid enough. We can all accept that and agree with that. And they should be on more money. But, you know, if the private sector are, are, are losing out, public sector should, should lose out. Or not lose yeah. out, you know what I mean. But like some low-paid public sector workers will get a rise and some yeah. nurse, nurses will get a rise as well, I think they were, yeah. they were talking about. So yeah. well, we'll see how it all, all, all plays out. It, local infrastructure is still going to be protected, which is, you know... Brilliant. We'll have an infrastructure project. Uh, I don't even know what that is, but you know, as long as they fix the potholes, that's all I care about. Well, yeah, it's, I think they said they're starting an infrastructure bank or something. I think, and part of that, I think, is trying to sort of get some of these big spending things like HS2 out of the way a little bit. So I think, so if we create a, a UK infrastructure bank that has all the money for low stuff, but then don't have to talk about it in the budget because it's somebody else is doing it. Right. I think there's a little sneaky thing going on there about their sort of out of sight, out of mind for all of this money that they're pumping into infrastructure, which 
you know, we need infrastructure. It's useful, gets us places, but it's not doesn't look very good on the numbers when everyone else is suffering, mm. and uh, big contractors are getting money for building railways. Yeah. Mm. Financials. Yeah, really interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> People don't care. This is, like, the opinion piece is all like, uh, government shit in it. And it's like, yeah. well, what? Oh, it's pay cuts. Is it? Have you, well, let's read through all the figures. Oh, no, I can't be asked. No. That's well, when I they can't. start. It's like, you couldn't be bothered to actually look at all the numbers. No, I can't either. Just yeah. so say shit and move on. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anything else? Um, I saw an alien today, but uh, <laughs> honestly, there's this red thing just floating in the sky and something oh, hanging, right. hanging underneath it. I don't know what it was. And it was there for like over an hour. And I honestly don't know what it was. A balloon with a... It wasn't a balloon. It was just hovering. It was staying exactly where it was. And I could not work out what it was. It was too high to be a kite. Um, it wasn't a helicopter. It was red. And <laughs> there was this thing just floating around underneath it. It was bizarre. I don't know what it was. I tried to sure film it. it wasn't a balloon. It, oh, you couldn't film it. Just, I tried, but it's but all you can see is a dot. You can't really see anything. So typical UFO sighting. Oh, I, could, I couldn't get the camera out, and then oh, it's all jerky, and I can't quite see it. But it was there. It, honestly, this is red thing in the sky. So at that point, I was convinced that COVID was was actually <laughs> a, a, a precursor to an alien invasion. And um, did you see the um, the monolith? Yeah, but that's been there for four years, has it? Four years or something like that. It's been there for years. Yes, if you haven't seen it, they found someone found a silver monolith buried in some remote part of Utah, which is fucking weird, right? (laughs) But it has been there for years. They found like all these old photos from two thousand, yeah, two thousand sixteen. So it has actually been there for four years, and no one's noticed it. Yeah, I love that. That was some artist. I think they were saying it might be that. Just put it out there. But the fact it's been there for so long and no one's noticed it, it's fantastic. That's such a boring explanation. It was an artist. Yeah. <laughs> it being like an actual alien. Oh, it might yeah. have been. Let's, let's not close off the debate. Well, I'll never close off the debate. <laughs> Except when it comes to marshals, because <laughs> there is no debate. They are the scum of the earth. <clears throat> Noted. I'll write that down. Just so it's logged in the minutes. Mm. <clears throat> All right. Well, that's, a, that's another episode then. Fucking hell. Right. Seven of them now. They're, they're, they're ticking by. Yeah. Um, the one up to Christmas is going to be so exciting. Oh, uh, what have we got planned for a Christmas special? We have to have a Christmas special. So yeah. um, we'll, we'll, we'll start putting that together. Yeah, because <laughs> we don't just, we, we, we definitely don't just, just turn up on the day and just and just not know what we're talking about. We definitely don't do that. No, this is well planned and structured, this. Sure. Based on the current affair topics. Yeah. Uh, maybe we'll, we'll do something special at Christmas. Maybe a year in review. <laughs> 2020. God, those year review programs at the end of this year, what, what are they going to be like? <laughs> what are they going to be like? I can't, I'm already dreading the, the, the montages of people clapping, like with a bit of Coldplay in the background. I'm dreading it. It will be, will it? Yeah. God. So we've got all that to look forward to. Mm. But, um, yeah, we'll be back uh, same time next week. And oh, yeah, we've changed uh, our podcast host. Just a bit of admin. Mm. Um, so we're now on Anchor, <laughs> which seems more appropriate me? for us. <laughs> but um, there are new podcast hosting platforms, so uh, things might just any links. All, all the subscribers out there might just they shouldn't notice oh. anything. 
but yeah, yeah you know we, we better uh, email them all <laughs> separately because there's a lot of them they probably all need to know this don't they I think there's enough of them we could have them as a household bubble for Christmas I think <laughs> but yeah don't forget to follow us on Twitter Abs Madge Podcast and on the Facebook page and um, yeah we'll, uh, we'll, we'll see you next week then we'll see alright bye